Ugh, condoms. I always hated the way I smelled after I uh, used condoms. Like Just regret. everything smelled like like leather. No, <laughs> leather. <laughs> Everything smelled like goat skin. No, I'm just kidding. No, Ugh. it just smells like that latex. You know, you know that latex smell where it stays on your hands uh, I've never for used days. It, so. oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. You're a good Catholic. Welcome back to Perpetual Stew. There we are. Perpetually back. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, so Dudley was supposed to be here today, mm. but he's not again. So maybe next week. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Um, I had a couple things that I wanted to bring up. I've got um, some... I want to kind of start traveling through some typology between Jesus and all the Old Testament people. Maybe we can start out at like Genesis and then work our way through. Okay. Well, well also, first, what is typology? Typology is like the comparison. So in the Old Testament, all of the, it's many people's belief in my belief that many of the characters in the Old Testament point towards Christ. Because yeah, so, you're Christian. Absolutely. So not only that they, um, in a deeper sense, that requires a little bit of deeper um reasoning and research but also in a way of like their actions in the world and the punishments that god puts on them also reflect what jesus will do later on it's called so the the art and science of studying the bible is called hermeneutics hermeneutics yep hermeneutics Uh, if you remember my dad's wife yes that's like basically her, her degree Yes, Her- hermeneutics. Mm-hmm. Hermeneutics. I knew I was pronouncing it wrong. Uh, um, we're not English majors. It's okay. Well, <laughs> I want to be. I'm, I've been speaking English for yeah, but to study for what eight years? Yeah, just on English. That's it's impressive. Tough. Yeah, I just skipped English and it's on to Latin for That's me. Right. I went straight to Spanish. <laughs> yeah, gotta <laughs> <laughs> give up on this English stuff. I, we did it for what eleven years? What? No. Yeah, well, growing up in high school, I mean, every every yeah. or just in school general, you technically we're had. still studying it. We're part of it. Doesn't mean we're studying it. We're just we're just attributing the uh, linguistical linguistical drift. We're appropriating. That's right. Because I didn't invent English. That's true. But I invent some words. Mm. Me too. Mm. So hermeneutics, the three rules to. Um, Hermeneutics mm-hmm. is one context. So in the Bible, in the study of the Bible, you want to read the before and the after, basically the, the entire passage to understand the context of, you can't just give an example of something and leave out the before and after um, verse or chapter and just say, this is what it is. Um, a good example of that. Well, go ahead. Where do you stop getting the context? Well, I'll give you an example. Okay. So in John 8, starting at 8, um, verse 3, this is when 
the um, lady who was adulterous comes to Jesus. Um, the Pharisees actually bring her to Jesus, and he writes in the sand. And everybody wants to quote mm-hmm. um, when Jesus said, He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. Um, but they always leave out where he says, um, neither do I condemn thee, go and sin no more. Well, so they want to say, you can't judge me, only God well, can judge also, me. But also, Jesus didn't say it was, she wasn't doing anything bad. He agreed with the punishment. Right. It's just no one was um, righteous enough to give out the punishment. Right, right. And the thing about the Pharisees were that they would, they would quote-unquote um, pick the gnat but eat the camel. Like the stick in your eye, or the stick in someone else's eye with the steak in yours. Right. But even further than that, they would they would nitpick the small things. Mm-hmm. They would pick out the gnat from their food because it was an unclean animal, but they would swallow the camel. That's nasty. Exactly. It's hard Imagine to swallow, swallow a camel. camel. <laughs> so, um, that reminds me of like what we're doing nowadays. It's yes. almost like it's all connected. It's almost like it's all connected. It's almost like Jesus has like the answers for all of our plights. Oh, who would have said that? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So let me just read this passage real quick. The scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken into adultery, and when they had set her in his midst, uh, adulteress. They said, "I know." They said unto him, "Master, this woman has been taken into adultery in the very act." Now Moses in the law commanded us that we should be that she should be stoned. But what sayest thou? And they said this, tempting him that they might accuse him. And the reason they would have accused him is because if he said she is to be stoned, because that was correct punishment, in Moses' actual law, it says that you're supposed to bring forward both parties. So you're supposed to bring forward the man that was in the adulterous act with the woman and the woman, Mm. but they only brought the woman. So then if if he said, you know, um, stoner, then he would be breaking the law. If he said don't, then he would also be breaking the law. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. In Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah, no, Deuteronomy. In the rabbinic culture, in the Jewish culture, the sins of um, people that were in power would be written in the earth. So when Jesus, it's thought anyway, I think, it seems to me, that when Jesus stooped down with his finger and wrote on the ground, he was probably writing the sins of the Pharisees. And that's why. They're like, oh, I know that one. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why when he stood up, he said, he that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. And so they threw down the stones. So I think that's interesting. And that's a good example of like the the context of it. It makes you wonder why they were trying to catch them or get them you know Mm, yeah i think that they they thought well obviously that he was i sometimes wonder did they think that he was the messiah and was like you know did did they in their heart believe that he was the messiah and just like we can't like well i mean if we had a messiah show up nowadays what would we be doing bro Um, not 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 trying to say we're not we're pharisees or anything because right yeah, but we're we're human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he would be hitting every single podcast, bro. How cool would that be? Dude? But we'd be Jesus. doing stuff like this, trying to, like, okay, now let's give him this, let's give him this, harder and harder and harder. Yeah. And by the end, well, he, you know, he did all his prophecies and he 
met all of them. Yeah. At least not 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 in that but not that time period, but he ends up meeting all of them. Yeah. So he, I don't know how you could still be a Pharisee after hmm. all of that, but very interesting. It is interesting. We, so, should, we should go find him. I I pass Messiah's like once like once a week outside mm. walk around. We are the body of Christ. But notice they always say I'm Jesus reincarnated. Hmm. The schizos outside, the homeless people. Yeah. I'm Jesus come again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> prove it. <laughs> prove it. Um, okay, so <laughs> that would be the first rule, context. The second rule of hermeneutics is um, authorial intent. So what did the author intend to show um, through their writings? Because it's it's sure written by man but we believe as christians inspired by god right the bible is inspired mm-hmm. by god so the intent of the this isn't to limit hermeneutics to the sole intent of the actual person that wrote it but also what god's intent for the inspiration of having written it is if that makes sense it does and a, a, a proof for that would be in second timothy um 316 second timothy 316 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction and for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works and another one is uh second peter 120 and 21 and that's one that i read before the podcast uh second peter 120 and 21 knowing this first that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation for the prophecy came not in old time but by the will of man but or hold on for the prophecy came not old time by the will of man but holy men of god spake as they were moved by the holy spirit um so the, uh, the those two passages sort of explicitly show that the authority um author authorial intent for the scriptures themselves isn't solely to the um, the author themselves, the human being. It's also, it can be corrected through the the uh, divine revelation. How did, how did they decide to, what books to put in the uh, Bible? I know that St. Irenaeus did in like 180. Something. It's because it feels, because well, I don't know if it feels like, that's my interpretation, but it was like, it's like if we read the Bible now. It's like if we put mere Christianity in there, right? Because it's, I think it's inspired, but it's also good to read. But it's, I know there was the Acropithia, Acro, Acrophia, yeah, that they took Acro- out because yeah. it's um what the Protestants decided because there's no um, connections between the Old Testament and that. So yeah. okay, we can get rid of it, not get rid of it. Well, also because they boosted up Catholic ideas that Martin Luther did not his I it was first just like history, like Maccabees, and it it was in the original Bible. But they dispersed with it because it boosted up like Second Maccabees shows for purgatory and praying oh. to the saints and things like that, which they've been doing since exactly <laughs> since the inception. So it it kind of it's when it comes to the comparison between Protestantism and I was thinking about this this week, Protestantism and um, Catholicism. It's almost like as I'm surrounded by Protestants, and now that I'm going to be baptized Catholic, I almost feel like the burden of proof is on me, and I forget that it's the other way around. Yeah, because they're the ones that separated. Absolutely. That's what I feel. I mean, every time I look up, like, um, what's the word? Like, 
apologetics almost. It's like it's attacking Catholicism yeah. because it's like the base belief. It's like it's it all leads back to this. Like, well, why do you do this? Like, it should be standing on their own. This right. is why we should. This is why we do this, and not. I don't know. It feels. It just feels weird. Right. Which the, I mean, it makes sense because this is a younger brother. You know? Yeah. The doctrines of Catholicism were established by pretty much the twelve apostles and their predecessors. The doctrines of the Protestant Church are based on that, but then excluding some by some dudes in like the fifteen hundreds. So I don't mean to put it so blatantly like rash like that, but that just seems like that is what it is to me. It's to give credit to Luther. The Catholic Church, their response to his, um, what was it, Draconis, uh, something. Uh, the 93 Theses? Yeah, but their response to it, I forgot the name. It's a Latin something. I'll look it up. I'll post it somewhere. I'll, I'll forget about it probably. But it's That's like they responded to it, and it was just it was just bad. Yeah. The guys that did it weren't, they didn't have enough time to respond enough. So Luther was like, oh, and then they took it, and then it. Went on forth. Luther, when he got his in the mail, mm-hmm. he took it and burned it in the street with a bunch of his people. Like, look at this. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It's, it's. It's a pretty. The history of it is like yeah. intense. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I do think that he's a heretic, though. The more I learn about him, well, he needed to be because the Catholic Church needed a wake up call. Yeah, absolutely, hundred um, percent. So that would be the second, the third rule of hermeneutics. Is original audience and their interpretation so what was what was it written for for that audience mm-hmm. at that time um because yeah, i haven't stoned anybody huh i haven't stoned anybody no no i think there was something going around when i was in high school and like gay marriage was coming about and gay marriage was coming about at the same time of legal marijuana and then some people a bunch of people were quoting the bible and saying when a man lay with another man he shall be stoned <laughs> That's the only way I can do it. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah. So, so then I started smoking weed and sleeping with men. Hell yeah. Um. So okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I started uh, stoning uh, women. Yeah. Um. (laughs) All right. So the third is the original audience. Um, in Daniel, we know Daniel, but in Daniel twelve eight. Shout out to Daniel. <laughs> and in Daniel 12, 8, I'm going to start at 7 um, because of the first rule. And I heard that a man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times, and a half. This is going to make no sense, but the end of it, when I reach 8, is going to be the um, original audience. Uh, it's going to bring that in. He shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people. All these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. I heard, but I understood not. Then I said, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from that time the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Go thy way. Go thy way. So 
he basically to sum that up um daniel's writing what's being inspired by god and he's like i don't understand what i'm prophesying here i don't <laughs> understand what's going on here weird. and god says go ahead and write it down because in the future this isn't solely for the people of this time but in the future it will be understood so that's sort of a the and it was yeah until they killed him yeah so that's hermeneutics the three rules context authorial intent and original audience and i only lay that out because the typology that we're going to be talking about a lot of a lot of times if we read it in a certain way we can find ways to kind of reach but i want to keep it like organic and genuine so i'm only going to make the connections between um old testament uh characters and christ that are obvious and i'm going to try to not break these rules but i'm gonna also show that these rules don't necessarily apply 100 percent because of what we just went over right right hmm. so all that to say um in romans 5 14 we're going to make the connections between christ and adam and you inspired me to do this cameron because <laughs> you made a really cool connection that i hadn't caught before and i was like how many of these things have i not caught so well, i kind of whole bible's full of it's so. insane and so we're going to specifically focus on adam mm-hmm. okay um in romans five fourteen, this will be just the introduction to it nevertheless death reigned from adam to moses even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgressions, who is the figure of him who was to come. Huh. Even those who did not sin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Paul in writing to the... Right that makes, huh. It's interesting. Paul writing to the Romans says uh, that Adam's, Adam's original sin will reign over even those who have not sinned, but obviously also those who have sinned um, through Adam's transgressions. But Adam is the figure of one who is to come, or him who was to come. This is Romans was written after Mm -hmm. Jesus' death and resurrection. All right, so just off top, what do you think? Adam-Jesus connections. Just... No no Bible in front of you, just like without quoting scripture exactly. Tell tell the one that you told me the okay, other day. Well, okay, well, I can do that one too, but um directly created by God. Right. The Son yeah. of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First. Um and then the one I told you the other day. Um Adam was given command to dominion over the creatures of the earth, and so he named them. Jesus was given dominion over man, so he named them. <laughs> yeah. He, Which is, yeah. It is a crazy thing. And it's cool, too, because Jesus renamed three figures of his 12 apostles, which happened to be his favorite, and also the ones that he brought up on the mountain with him when he spoke yeah. to Moses. And, um, that would have been crazy to see back in that time. Crazy. Which is a connection to Moses, but I'm not going to go into that right now because we're going to focus on Adam. Adam. That's a really interesting one, too, but... Okay, so the naming of the animals, because he had dominion over them, and Jesus named the three disciples who he showed favoritism to because he also had dominion over them. 
yeah. uh, Peter. He renamed Matthew. He actually renamed four, I think, because Matthew's original name was Mark, I believe. Um, Peter was obviously Simon. And then the two brothers, John and James, were renamed like Sons of Thunder or something like that. Yeah. Which would be sick, bro. <laughs> if Jesus renamed you Son of Thunder. Who renamed Saul? God. Or Christ. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's true. Or did, did Saul... Just pick up a name? Did Saul change his own name? I don't name? remember. I don't remember that either. But I know that Christ came to him mm-hmm. and, and uh, on the road to Damascus. Why are you prosecuting me? Even though he was already gone. Um, we need, we need a Jamie. We do need a Jamie. Name changes the Bible. Saul to Paul. Um. Okay, so Jesus addressed him as Saul. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he changed his name too. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting. And then he became one of the most prominent um, Christians ever to have lived. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't even think about that one. Okay, so let's look into Genesis. Yep. Adam gave the names to the cattle and the fowl of the air and every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found to help meet for him. The Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. He took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh inside thereof. So there's a little connection there. I'm going to try not to reach. But if you think about where your rib is located, um, so first if we make the connection between, um, it's an idea that we are, when we are to get married, we are to love our wife as Christ loved his church. Okay. Um, this might be a bit of a reach. I'm going to try not break the rules that we just went over, but it does seem kind of relevant to me that why would God choose that specific area, that your side to pull a rib to create. So if Christ loved his church and the church comes from Christ, just as Eve came from Adam, his wife, and you're supposed to love your, and, and Christ is the bridegroom of. I wonder if it's connection to communion. Maybe, but I was thinking if, if we are the church and Christ mm-hmm. loves us, then. Cause we got flesh from Christ. Right. And at his resurrection, he was stabbed in the side. Right. Water came up. Where, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. That might be a bit of a reach, but there's, I think there's a, some sort of reason, some kind of connection there. I, I like reaches, though. I bet you do. <laughs> I didn't finish that. You finished that in your head. You sick, sick. <laughs> Say it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you. Dang. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um,. Sad <laughs> your mom for me, please. All right, I will. This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man, just as the church was taken out of Christ. Um, yeah, yeah. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Um, they were both naked. <laughs> the man and his wife and were not ashamed so then if we skip ahead a little bit you know 
What you got? They only crucified people. They weren't wearing clothes when they were crucified. They were naked. Mm-hmm. They were naked. And it's weird because a lot of the uh, early artists, I and mean, even artists nowadays, they depict Jesus as clothed. Yeah. But do you think Jesus really cared about modesty? I had that I, thought the other day. Yeah. Like, huh. Yeah. I think it's just appropriate in our time. You know, you know. Well, in their wear. time too. I mean, it was. This is yeah. the whole two thousand years. It's like, do you think he really care? You think the act of him dying, right? The fact that he's naked. I mean, that's that's unashamed. Yes, unashamed. Yeah, and he took up all of the shame and the mar- mockery. Yeah, for crucifixion is not a right for the very people that that um, he was saving. Um, they know not what they do. So now, if we skip ahead a little bit. Um, into Genesis three seventeen, unto Adam he said, he being God, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife. So this is after they um, say no to God essentially, and they eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Has hearkened hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow thou shalt eat of it, and in days of thy life. Thorns also, and thistles, shall bring it forth to thee, and shall eat of the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. Okay, so let's stop right there. There's two things that I think are really cool about this that relate to Christ. So, the easier one is Adam and Eve ate of the tree and were banished from the tree of life. It's a common connection that the cross was made of a tree. That would have been the tree of life because it leads unto everlasting life. Mm -hmm. Thorns also and thistles shall bring it forth to thee. What did Jesus wear on his head? A crown of... Uh, what was it again? <laughs> <laughs> a crown of thorns. And in the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread. So Adam is banished to um, basically work and sweat and, and deal bread. with thorns to continue to live. Jesus sweat in the gar- gar- Garden of Gethsemane, mm. blood was crowned with thorns and carried the tree to the uh, to the hill where he was crucified. I thought that one was really cool because I've never made that connection before. With the thorns, you'll fight against the thorns and you'll um, work by the sweat of your face. Um, and that's essentially the connection there being, the major connection there being that in the garden, when he was dealing with knowing all of the things that were going to be placed on him, he said yes to God and accepted it. Thy will it. be done. Yeah. Thy will be done. And it was. Yeah. When all Adam and Eve had to do was not eat of a certain tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And dust you shall return. Obviously, Jesus did not return to dust. He corrected that. He ascended into heaven. Um. So I wonder he, if free will didn't exist until after they ate from it. Hmm? I wonder if free will didn't really exist until after they ate from it. Surely they had it, and that was their free will to eat it. But then yeah. it was 
like brought forth. It was like the the seed of it for like the reality. Because if you have free will, you have the option to do it, but never take advantage of it. Do you really have it? Right. They had to have had free will in that case. Well, if like they the first did. Thing. Because if they never ate from it, well, we wouldn't be here even talking about it. Right. Awesome. I gotta think for that a little bit more. Yeah. But they had to have had the free will, even if you can right. be, you know, persuaded by a serpent. You can still, it's still the choice of Eve. And notice also that the fall didn't happen when Eve ate of the apple. It only happened after after Adam ate of it. Because maybe it was because God told Adam directly mm. and Adam told Eve. It never specifies that God, you know, God told Adam before Eve was even created. Yeah, maybe was, she didn't know about it. <laughs> maybe not. We've <laughs> been wrong with this entire time. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's funny. What do you think about that? I love those connections though, because Adam being Adam's also, you know, the first son of God, which is said in uh, Luke 3 when it goes through the whole lineage. Um, I never, I never, I didn't believe that until I, I looked it up at Luke 3 at the very end of Luke 3. I think it's, um, if you start at like 37. The son of Malthusa, who's the son of Enoch, who's the son of Jared, Malaleel, son of Canaan, which was the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Right there in Luke 3 at the very end, in 38. Very interesting. Because I never, I didn't really make that connection either of like, Adam's not the son of God. He was created in his image, but mm-hmm. that like, that image. He almost like begotten Adam first, and then he corrupted that, and that's where we are now. That's why we can't exactly be in the image of God, in the exact uh, begotten image. I love that stuff, though. Very interesting. That's pretty much all I had. (laughs) I liked it. I like the typology stuff. Let me see if I can find one more interesting one here. Um... There's there's a lot of smaller ones too. Like Adam's origin is described as of the earth. Jesus's origin is of heaven. Hmm. Adam was natural while Jesus was spiritual. Dead in Adam, 1 Corinthians 15:22. Alive in Christ, 1 Corinthians 15:22. Um Old creation, new creation, all those kind of little things. But I find that very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, it's you're supposed to. Am I supposed to? That's right. Hey, don't tell me how to live my life, brother. You're supposed to learn as much as you can about that book. Yeah. Or books. What do you think about the saints? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very open-ended. open-ended. Well, you, uh, saints are just people who, who strove to be Christ-like. Yes. And usually they're martyred. Mm-hmm. Pretty horrific ways. Even nowadays, the saints are getting martyred in pretty horrific ways. Yep. St. George Floyd. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Patron state of breathing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, bro. Patron state of 2020. Okay, okay. Patron state Arambe. of COVID. Harambe. <laughs> Things just weren't the same. So it hasn't. Floyd. That was what... Well, <laughs> No, I think Harambe was 2016. Do you think George Floyd is a new Harambe? 
I will not neither like, confirm nor deny. Do you that. think if we were to look at the writings of like Harambe um, of all the people around him, it would point towards George Floyd? It might. We got to make that comparison next time. <laughs> Typology. Oh, I, I wish Harambe was a lot older because the kid he saved. <laughs> but it wasn't. I wonder what the kid's doing. Probably living it up. Well, he killed Harambe. And you know how people feel about Harambe nowadays. Yeah. Man. Derek Chauvin. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. So the typology next week is going to be on uh, Harambe (laughs) and George Floyd. (laughs) You put a fire, Icarus. Oh, man. Yeah. Take out those wax wings. (laughs) I'm melting over here. So the reason I asked about the Saints. What do you think about praying to him? Because I got in a pretty, not a heated debate this week, but I got in a little bit of a debate with somebody. Well, if I go, and I'm going through the shits, which I always am. I'm Like, I've never had a day where I'm not, like, shoveling through shit. Yeah. It's pretty intense. I'm, I'm getting buffed from it, but... Shit's intense. <laughs> That's right. That's my Native usually American name. you're supposed to go outside and shit, not in the tent, usually. But yeah. you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Hey, but man. if I go out and I say, hey, hey, can you please pray for me? Yeah. What is the difference in me asking a saint to do that? Well, that's because you're worshiping me. That's right. <laughs> Don't you, you're not supposed no, to worship I'm me. Completely, come to you, I'm prostrate, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, because worship is me going out and doing things in your name. I'm not going out and... Exactly. Doing exactly. the exact same. What the fuck? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Zach's name. <laughs> like, well, Who is know? Zach? Yeah, I asked to pray for me, so I'm going to go out and go worship him now. <laughs> No, it's that's that. I don't. I think that's just people. Because ah, I mean, some Catholics do a little crazy. I will mm-hmm. agree with that. Some of them like they yeah. have um, shrines instead of right the big G. Yeah, there's supposed there's a reason why the the um, crucifix is at the center of the room and all the saints are around around it. it. Yeah. yeah, but some of them because I mean it's like which it's the fact that there's some Catholics do it means all Catholics are bad I right. think that's a really bad well obviously a bad argument because you know look at yeah. Latter-day Saints all Protestants are horrible now yeah or Mormons or um or, or the Seven Day Adventists yeah I, we, there's a lot of them but I'm like oh now I can't all Christianity is bad because of this one little section exactly yeah it's ridiculous um there's... now I'm gonna be it's the point the problem people have that they forget to pray to the fingers pointing at because if they always ask for intercession, intercession, then they forget. Ooh, it's intercessing, intercessing too? Interse- interceding. Interceding. Is that for? Yeah. For us. Like we're the fingers pointing. It's not, it's right. not at me, it's at Jesus. But then you say. get too far into the. Well, here's the thing. Here was an argument I brought up to um, it was a, an individual. My, yeah, my GC that I was talking to. General contractor. I was like, <laughs> and um, and he he's uh, I I keep fooling around with him, not Aww. like in a sexual way, Aww. but like in like a kind of like uh, we'll wear lipstick and stuff and walk around our house naked. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. Only no. wearing high heels. <laughs> yeah, and we'll wear mascara on occasion. But uh, <laughs> okay, what was I saying? I don't remember. Not <laughs> either. So praise uh, the saints. Praise uh, the saints. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so okay so I, I got in a debate with him and it was like seven o'clock at night and i was tired and i was hungry and i was fasting and was that a wednesday or a friday that was on a thursday 
<laughs> that wasn't one of your options. <laughs> and um, he he was his basic argument was, well, you're not you're not you know it's it seems like worship because it's not. Uh, what was his argument? I mean, it wasn't really a good argument, but it was uh, it was ba- the basic argument of what people think. Like you're supposed to be praying to Jesus. You don't pray to who. What makes these people better than any other people? And you know, I say, well, they're holy. Mm-hmm. They follow Jesus in His ways. And here, here was a something I set up for him, which I thought was a good example. If you go to an art gallery and the artist is standing next to his work, what are you looking at? Exactly. <laughs> And you're admiring the work. Is he going to get offended that you're admiring? Like, hey, his I work? made that. What yeah. The fuck. <laughs> oh wait, let me turn to you, Mister Artist, and stare at you yeah. now. But like, the problem. <laughs> it's funny. That's a good point. What is worship in the Bible? Sacrifice. I, yeah, sacrifice. Yeah. That's a good point. It's not singing, right? Worship is sacrifice. Just giving up the things that are going to benefit you in the short term. Because long term, yeah, going out there looking at the picture is a lot better than looking at the art. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, who the hell are you? You look homeless. Like no, if you're admiring his work, so when you pray to the saints or you admire the saints, you're admiring what Christ has done through them. Yeah, and um, it was most of them. So, so he said, well, that's not in the Bible, and you know how these Protestants are with their Holy <laughs> <soul of> Scripture. <laughs> so I went to the Bible, and uh, in isn't it? In the Acts, well, not Acts. I think Paul says something about it. I think Paul. I've got Mark, Hebrews, and oh, Revelation. Yeah, gospel. Yep, I got some of the gospel. So they kind of link link together in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, in Mark twelve twenty four, Jesus replied, "Are you not in error because you do not know the scriptures or power of God? When the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven." Now about the dead rising, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the account of the burning bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. In Hebrews 12.1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders the sin and so easily entangles in Revelation. So that the point of that one was the surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, almost mm, like okay. we're running in a race towards Jesus, and all of the saints are in the stands cheering you on. Cheering, yeah. In Revelation 5, 7, he came and took the book. So this is starting like right in the middle of like a uh, one of John's visions. He came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four twenty and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, or incense, Mm -hmm. full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. So it describes the prayers of the saints like incense around us. Interesting. Yeah. So I sent those to Mr. Uh, GC. 
I almost said his name, Mr. GC, and I said, take that, you Protestant fuck! <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but I said, hey, you're going to hell. No, I didn't say Just kidding. Just kidding. Salvation outside of the Catholic Church. What? <laughs> of course. Yeah. What is the Catholic Church pointing towards? Jesus. Oh. We had a couple of... Um... Blunts? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? We really didn't. <laughs> um, we had a couple of uh, Hispanics knock on the oh. door before our podcast. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you are going for. <laughs> and they gave me a little pamphlet. Mm. It turns out they didn't speak no English. They're not Mexican. What were they? Probably Puerto Rican. Okay. Or Cuban. Same thing. (laughs) That's what I always say. I always get slapped for saying that, though. It's like, hey, you're Mexican. (laughs) You hit like one, two. (laughs) Um, And they were Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh. I wish they would have spoken English and they would be on the podcast right now. Yes, but I, I cannot ha- translate for that. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. That would be in, impossible. That would be an impossible task. They were walking away when I answered the door. They said, "Oh no, no speak Spanish or whatever they said." Espanol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And, and I, I just held up a little candle with a picture of Jesus. Sabes que eso? Soy el hijo de Dios. You could have said that. Could have said that. So I un hijo de Dios. Like, ah, see. 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 Yeah. So, no Jehovah's Witnesses today. Do you have any thoughts on the on what we talked about or anything? Or just thoughts on... Thoughts? <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Oh, you want like me to, like, to speak them? Because yeah. a thought is a thought. Because it's, a, mm. it's in my head. Make it a Logos. Well... Well, good luck. Anyways, but I've had a, been thinking this past uh, week or two. Um, it's kind of off topic, but of what exactly is the present? You know, if I say something to you, mm-hmm. it's already in the past. It's a memory. It's in your working memory. Yeah. And it's literally in the past. It can never be in the present. Hmm. I can think of the future. I can think of the yeah. past, obviously. But what is the present? A gift. I'm going to stab you. Where's the knife at? <laughs> I think that the present the present, could be, and I hope I'm not going to hell for this, but the present could be God. Because when the devil's tempting you or the devil's wor- worrying you or the devil's on your, on your backside. Doing what? what is your, <laughs> you know what he's doing. What is he getting you to think about? What's he getting you to focus on? Not the present. Not the gift. Um, I don't know. Not Jesu Christi. <laughs> I don't know if the present's God. I mean, I, I can see where you're going with that. God is here. Well, yeah, but he's also the past, present, now. future. He's everything. You could say he is time itself. See. <laughs> but the present is what we're given 
I don't know. I always I think like two minutes. Yeah. Is the present that's like the you can define as a present? Not even. It may be like only a minute. Not even. Because I mean, if I say something to you, it's still it's in your, directly in your working memory. It's like right there. It's like it just happened, and it's still kind of in the past, but it's it's still here. It's still here. So I'm trying. I'm trying to like a minute is like the present for me. Yeah. Something happens to me within a minute. It can still say, "Oh, that just happened to me." After that, it's like, ah, it happened a little bit ago. I think the goal is to almost shorten that margin. Then I start getting a little, little bit and a little bit. Start freaking out. No, I don't think so. When do you stop? Think if you just act and you just do. That's what I do. I do that. I, I was having a discussion with the pagan network, as they we all do, because there's a lot of pagans nowadays. A lot of pagans. Neo pagans. Yeah, that's right. In Who's our culture. Neo- yeah. Yeah. Neos. Yeah. They're trying to push the homosexual agenda and get us Ugh. to have abortions and gay have, poopy sex. Yes, do gay poopy sex and sex outside of marriage, all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Fornication. Oh, I forgot what I talked to her about. <laughs> Was she trying to fornicate? They all are. That's, the, that's how they worship. That is sort of a worship. And then there are sacrifices the baby afterwards. They eat it. I heard a really stupid argument. Oh, Keep thinking God. about what the pagan said to you. Damn it. But I want to I want to say a really stupid argument I heard for abortion the other day. I'm listening. All right. <laughs> so somebody tried to equate the so you the the use of contraception and the use of um, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Condoms. I always hated the way I smelled after I uh, used condoms. Like Just regret. everything smelled like like leather. No. <laughs> leather? <laughs> everything smelled like goat skin. No, I'm just kidding. No, Ugh. it just smells like that latex, you know? You know that latex smell where it stays on your hands uh, I never for used days? It, so. oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. You're a good Catholic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. C.S. Lewis was once handed a cigarette, like a, I don't know, a Newport or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, <laughs> I don't think it was a Newport. He's white. Marble. Yeah, it was probably, it was some sort of cigarette and he pulls out his own and he rolls it and he says, I prefer my cigarettes without contraception. <laughs> I like that. I'm yeah. doing that. They meant Tolkien both. Tolkien was a pipe smoker. Yeah. Badass. Badass. I think he has a quote too, Tolkien does, that he said when he would wake up in the morning, he would say, ah, another day to smoke the pipe. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. That's, well, that's, that's taking the present as a gift right yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. I like that. So the argument that I heard against abortion, which just totally didn't make sense, was the more people use contraception, the, the less more... abortions? No, the... I think it was something against a statistic that there are more abortions, but the more uh, there are more abortions happening today than like the 80s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time as the contraception, more abortions were happening. And so the use of contraception increases the use of abortion, if that makes sense. can't remember the argument actually it was something that didn't make sense to me well that isn't i mean i can know that's that's kind of well no because it means you're having more sex 
Well, no, it didn't have to do with more sex. It was something pushing. I can't remember the way it was framed, but it was something pushing against having kids. And the way it was said, it was so weirdly said that I just, I can't even like articulate it right now. <laughs> I get those sometimes. It was just an odd, it just didn't make any sense. But something something like that. I know that's not the exact argument because I would actually agree with that. That the more people use contraception, the more abortions they would be. Yeah, they're having more sex. Maybe that was my thought on that because I can't even articulate the argument. Something about getting... I'm just going to run through... I'm going to try to think out loud here, which is scary. <laughs> Something about if you if you influence people to stop using contraception, there would be more abortions. I think that's it. So you can't be anti-contraception and, and anti-abortion. Anti one or the other. Right. That's stupid. That's it. Because... If you stop people from using contraception, okay, I understand now. It's so, like, okay, it, where where my thought came into it is, it's a mindset thing. It's if you use contraception, police will get you. <laughs> if you use contraception, then you're already in the mindset of you could I, have a baby, right? I don't want, I'll do anything to have, not have a baby right now. So if you happen to use contraception and get the girl pregnant, which if you do, you're an idiot. Deep shit. You're in deep shit, but you're an idiot. Um, because, you know, there's all kinds of, I'm not going to go into well, that. Well, was your, the person you have a conversation with, is he pro guns or? I knew it. Woman's. I knew it. Yeah. Is she pro second amendment? Probably not. Because banning guns stops death. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. That's what it is. It stops robberies. It stops we should ban spoons, too. I think so. Stop heroin use. Or people can fat, but that works, oh, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think if you ban spoons, heroin addicts will still yeah. find a way. That's true. Smoke it. Smoke it. Chase that dragon. Yes, sir. This is not a pro-endorsement no. of heroin. No. Legal reasons. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so I think, so my thought was the, okay, so you can't be anti, she said, you can't be anti, um, um, that's what she said. You can't be anti-contraception and anti-abortion because if you get rid of contraception, there will just be more abortions, but it's the mindset. If you get rid of the mindset of I'm willing to, you know, block away of me having a kid, then you'll be less risky. So once we I, introduce contraception, then the idea is already there of right. I'm not going to have a kid. So if I get the chick pregnant while I'm using contraception, I'm just going to get an abortion. Maybe. I think she's thinking that from her own point of view. Right. I think overall. Overall, yeah. We're almost too far gone in that line. It's hard, it's hard to think because, I mean, most first parents, like, most parents firstborn. Yeah. And that's not like a... A plan. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm here. Be. You know, a lot of their firstborns yeah. are here. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not like it's... It's not like... Because if they were using contraception, it didn't work. I didn't get aborted. Or the other person right. didn't get aborted. It's still... It's causation, not correlation. Right. But I think in her point of view, if she was... like, well, we, They're all banned, so I guess... And I still want to have sex because I'm irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I don't, I don't know her. But I wish she's a woman, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm you know, s- women. I I'm mean, sorry for the woman, possibly, those days. Yeah. And here's the thing about that. It's like, it's such a stupid, um, the way that the abortion thing is framed is my body, my choice. Like, that's the entire is framing. It? But that, that argument is only used to shut men up to yeah. not have an opinion. And men are, we are the people, we are the logos. <laughs> We, we use rationality and logic, not emotion. What is it? Three and f- three out of four adults with like uh, mental issues mm-hmm. are women. I think it's um it's over fifty percent of middle aged women who are single are on SSRIs. That's right, the depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which don't even work. No. SSRIs came out. Some like- of them do. If you have a very specific type, like. Like you, like they can do tests and find, oh, you don't make enough of this certain thing. And Serotonin. It, they, but it's like very specific. It's not the overall, it's usually a shotgun approach. Like, oh, try this yeah. one. Does that work? I want to kill myself. Well, let's switch to this one. Right. And then you're going through the shits. Yeah. And most of the serotonin is, I think 95% of your serotonin is created in your gut microbiome. So and, it's about what you eat. And drink. And drink. If you, if you drink... Yeah, the microbes are fighting for the damn lives. That's true. Drink alcohols because mm-hmm. it kills everything. Because that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kills the bad memories. I'll tell you the time that I was worst depressed in my life, and I'm prone to a bit of depression because I have mel- melancholic uh, temperament. I've realized about that about myself. That most intelligent people do. Well, I wouldn't say that I'm intelligent, but I just got the bad You're parts not of it. Stupid. Well, as my think mother. of the average person. What do you feel? Do you feel like you're... If I'm walking through Walmart, bro, I feel like Albert Einstein, dude. Point made. I hate going to Walmart. I should love it because it makes me feel good about you myself. You gotta go to a nice Walmart. I, I know that's uh, like an oxymoron. The one near me, it's blissful. God, but how Only many old people? people are not there. really. It's really? Old people. Mm-hmm. There's, not really a lot, there's not a lot of fat old people. Here's you know my this. issue. I go to the one right here on 40. Do you know where you live? Are. Yeah. Yeah, if you've ever been to the, if you live in Ocala, Silver Springs Boulevard, Walmart, just stay away from it. Just take the extra twenty minutes. Yeah, it's near your church. That's true. Maybe go before going to church because you're you only get Walmart for like a. Yeah, it's like, cold enough. You can get steaks or bring like a cooler, but it's like five minutes away from the church. Yeah, top of the world Walmart. It's a Walmart, but it's nice, nicer. I just walk through there, man. I just see fat ladies with beards and. Oh. Yeah, dude. I see. That used to be a freak show. Yeah, I see teenagers walking around with their fucking teenager shirts and stuff. And I'm teenager like, kids, get out of here, you fucking cuck! Get off my damn lawn! Yeah, I know you're fornicating. I know you're watching. Pornography. I'm watching it. <laughs> yes, I'm watching it on the interwebs. It's disgusting. Oh, I forgot something. I had something pop up. I forget things all the time. Me too. It's I, I it's it's I'm kind of getting starting to scared. If you have ADHD, like the real one, you're actually more prone to dementia and Alzheimer's in the old age. Mm. Alzheimer's, they're calling that uh, type three diabetes because it's a glucose uh, no insulin resistance in your neurons. Yep, diabetes. Diabetes. Only in America we call it. It's, yeah. Everywhere else, it's type three. Anyways, I saw someone. Oh, what the fuck did I see? It's gone. I had it. Oh, <laughs> it's good. Shit. Oh, oh, coffee. I love coffee. Me too. Um, eating. Okay. Mm. Is correlated I love with aging. Eating. What? 
I mean, obviously, but <laughs> it has deeper. That's funny. It is clearly so. Aging. The more you eat, the more you age because your body, when it eats, it's like, oh, we have resources. Let's start dividing cells and making new ones. Every time you divide a cell, your telomeres, which is that little the shit DNA at the end of your cells, protect it from yep. mutations, get shorter and shorter. When you're fasting, your body's conserving. Yep. It's eating off the old cells. Your your new cells are eating the old cells to renew itself. So, like, so, so as you, if you live a life of decadence, yeah. Now, if you are, that's why the oldest people are Chinese. That's true. China, China, China. That's true. Foods, bro. I love foods. I like cooking. Me too. I like mushrooms. You know what castor oil is? So, my buddy told me he's going to go on a castor oil detox. Some people are just willing to no, do... No, don't do that. I'm going to text him right now. Some <laughs> people are just willing to do anything... To get out of jail easy. Yeah. Castor oil makes you sh- shit your whole what ass. What is it? It's it's an oil. Okay. Oh. Um, but not like... it's. I think it's not a seed oil. What the hell? I'm looking look it up. Not a seed oil, is it? But people use it to castor oil and belly button. Ugh. What the? F- well, it's people. Oh, it's from button? a it's from a um a plant, but it's it's like if you can't take a dump, yeah, yeah. you drink that, you will be shitting your whole ass. Like it's it's like the X lax, the X lax. It's um it's from a plant. Is it good for you? Look at the benefits or anything. Should I really text him and tell him not to do it? It's a multi-purchase vegetable oil. I mean, it's not. It's just it doesn't a vegetable oil. Those are not good. What's vegetable? No, really. What is a vegetable? I guess it, I'm thinking a vegetable doesn't exist yeah. in the etymology. But um, seed oils are the bad ones. Those take processes through all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like a it's. But castor oil is probably heavily manufactured, huh? No, it's it's like a berry. Looks like okay. We've been using it for thousands of years, but it's like it's it's a medicine. Castor oil detox. He's gonna he's gonna crap out things he ate when he's a kid. How long is he going to do that for? I don't know. Oh, it can induce labor. So, anything that can induce labor, you know, I'd probably stay away from. <laughs> but it's good for your skin. I'm just um, going to text him out of nowhere and say, castor oil is going to make you shit your brains out. Your whole ass, as I could say. Help relieve constipation, moisturize skin, clean dentures, and induce labor. That is the most random <laughs> shit. It is random. Golly. Yeah, castor oil it's, detox. I don't even want to know. That's not. That's not gonna be a fun. That's not gonna be fun. Look up castor oil detox and see okay. what you can find. Pulling up. I'm Jamie now. I don't like detoxes in general because your your whole body's already doing that. You have your liver and your kidneys. You don't yeah. need to do that. The best way to do that is fast. Just well, just yeah, that and eat healthy. They don't really say to eat it. What the? This is a website from MD Anderson Cancer Cancer Center. Mm. Castor oil detoxes that claim to remove toxins from the liver are done by stepping on a cloth pack saturated in castor oil to lower lower abdominal abdominal abdominal. That's a weird word. Abdominable. Abdominable. Snowman. No, like the stomach area. Oh, abdomen. Ab- abdomen. That does not. I mean, that actually that does exactly how it looks. That's stupid. Just, just do what we've been doing for you know, yeah, forever. 
Eat one thing. If you want to go on a detox, here's my bro science. Eat meat. Yes. Eat meat, but eat one thing every single day for seven days. Pick one thing. It really, honestly, I don't think it matters what it is as long as you're taking some sort of supplement. Yeah, no. But if you eat, dude, you could literally pick up sweet potatoes, eggs, and Brussels sprouts and eat that every single day, once a day. Eat a shit ton of it in like... Preferably the middle of the day. Take probiotics. Yeah, take probiotics, but you know, drink a ton of water. Drink eight bottles of water every day. Water is the most important. It's the detoxes. It's just, I don't, I don't, I never understood it because it's they didn't, they weren't doing that forever. No, your body does it naturally. If it doesn't, you have a condition. Yeah, later the kidney failure, Mm. liver failure, turning yellow in the eyes. You know. Yes. It's it's detoxes. I don't I don't like them, and it's. It's always just like they look up like a web page. Oh, this looks. This all these people say it worked for them. How yeah. do you know? They just typed a thing out. Now we got AI typing things out. Yes, AIs. You need to start going back to your community and talking to people around you. Like, oh, you probably shouldn't drink castor oil for a week. You will yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds so bad. I've never been taking it because I've never had that bad of a constipation. I've never had bad constipation either, except for when I was on opioids. Well, that's the whole. That's what killed uh, Elvis. Yeah, dude. I, yeah. That's a, he was done it for like, what was he doing? He was a hardcore opioid user. Mm-hmm. But he was doing like the pharmaceutical stuff. He was doing hydros and yeah. stuff. He was but rich. you gotta eat a ton of those. And he was. He could afford it. Yeah. And he tried to take a shit. And you know, it's it's already messing your whole body up. Yeah. All of a sudden, little veins, little pops. Imagine being found in the toilet because you were just. That's back when they <sighs> loaded him with so much acetaminophen too. That oh. it didn't kill you quick no. and ruin your liver. It was like a long process. Nowadays, a kid gets a hold of hydros and they're probably pressed with fentanyl and they yeah. just die. Yeah. They don't even get constipated. <laughs> Those bastards. The kids have it so easy nowadays. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you had to live through all the constipation, all the other stuff. They just do it quick and easy. Ugh. Those bastards. That's the number one killer for ages 18 to 45. Hydros? No, uh, opioids. opioids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well uh, drug. drug uh, it's usually opioids. Yeah. Can. I, w- I wouldn't say. Um, shit. What is the name for that? Benzodiazepine. What's what's the. Ah. Uh, oh, what is it? Benzos. What are they? What is Benzodiazepines? that? Benzodiazepines. Yeah, but what is that? Xanax. Like, what is the the term of that though? Those are like anti. That's that's it. The term is benzos. Is it a benzo? Well, yeah. it's like the you got opioids. Yep. And you got benzos. Benzos. That's 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 the name of it. Yeah. Oh, I thought I had something different in my head, but those then, would kill you. But yeah, by getting off of them. And then you've got like um, Adderall, which is the stimulant, which was created in Nazi Germany for Hell the yeah. soldiers. <laughs> they 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 did it. Now they give them to kids. Yeah. Cheering. I think. Well, people should have um, that kind of medicine as adults. Because it comes out that the things we ate growing up, you know, mm-hmm. cereals, cereal, yeah. cereals, is filled with, was it, red 40, which causes hyperactivity in people. Yeah. You stop yeah. eating that, so you start calming down a little bit. I've become more that's why. And more... That's all oh, that makes sense. That's why eating um, candies makes yeah. kids go crazy, because sugar is not a stimulant. Mm. It's because of all this. Uh, petroleum byproducts. That's yeah. everyone doesn't know. I keep saying it because I hate doctors yeah. colors. It's made from petroleum. Yeah. 
plastics and you're eating them and it's no wonder and that's super similar to the hormones in your body and no wonder we got people walk around dudes with boobs yeah go go to the grocery store and pick up i'm gonna give you five things what's if you had to go to the grocery store and pick up five things what would you be picking up so that you could eat for a week like you're going to the grocery store once a week on a saturday what are you picking up you can only pick up five things so it's um simple but it's also economically friendly. Rice. Rice. Beans. Beans. Meat. Fried chicken. It's cheaper than steak. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you already have your spices. I'm assuming you already have sauces. No, no. We're starting fresh. Empty kitchen, brother. Shit. Okay. Yeah, dude. Well, so you this have pots is like pans. <laughs> no, no. No, you have the... Yeah, you, have everything. you just need the food. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. rice, beans. Rice, beans. Because you can make so many onions... Onions. <laughs> Don't forget your meat in there. You got three. Yeah. Garlic, meat. Yeah, if you have rice, beans, garlic, onions, and meat, you are literally set. That's it. That's really all you need. Yes. And you can make, if you have spices, just go get some spices, damn it. It's yeah. not hard. It's not hard. Use them. They're cheap. Yeah. Because you can buy one little vial of spice at last. I, still haven't, used, I haven't even emptied a, a spice thing. I've been mm-hmm. using the same one for like two years. Yeah. Yeah, basil, paprika, ginger, um, turmeric, cumin, chili powder. Yep. Um, I like that. I like um, cayenne. That's a little spicy. I like spicy. What I use in almost every um, spice, like if I use it, I I usually use fresh garlic and onions. But yeah, I use um, depending on what. If I'm making, I make shrimp tacos. Mm -hmm. I wrap them um, lettuce. With little scrimps. Yeah. But chili powder, paprika is amazing with the yeah. lime um, peppers, yeah, like yeah. green peppers and stuff. But you can use chili powder and everything, cumin and mm-hmm. everything, cinnamon. Yeah. Cinnamon and cumin is actually a really good yep. mixture. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it is, but it is. I used to make those uh, burgers without the bun, like lettuce, tomato, mm-hmm. just on top of the burger itself. And I used to mix with it. I would get a little bowl and like mix up cumin, basil, cinnamon, mm-hmm. and I'd mix that all together, salt and pepper, obviously. And then I would like almost dough that into the yeah, ground beef. It was really good. Like um, cinnamon when it's cooked in olive oil is it like gives the burger yeah. like a oh it's so good. It's such a unique um, spice and it's cheap. Yeah, super cheap. Rosemary is good on potatoes and fish. Rosemary is very good on yeah, and oh, steak. And steak, it's just good. It's good. It's kind of a it's kind of a uh, stronger one, so kind of use it by itself yeah. or as the main spice. Yeah, but ah, oh, I just love spices. And, and we people used to die over spices. Yeah, here's a little uh, a hack for like sweet tooth people. If you if you want uh, to just eat something, it, grow yeah, up a little bit. Get, yeah, you're not a child. <laughs> eat like an adult. Um, no, honestly, <laughs> and for sweet tooth people, dude, I live by sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes, but if you cut them like chips, mm-hmm. almost and cut them really cinnamon. thin, cinnamon, bro, cinnamon and salt, and then cook them in olive oil. Oh my! You can get um pumpkin pie spice, pumpkin spice, bro, pumpkin pie spice. That goes amazing. It's just a premix of like cinnamon, car- cardamom, probably, mm-hmm. um, pumpkin. Well, no, 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 pumpkin. It's just spices. It goes on pumpkin pie, so okay. it fits with that kind of uh, yeah, that, that like, like texture. Vibe. That, yeah, yeah, which is spooky season, as they say. I love spooky season. Yeah, me too. Um, 
Fennel, fennel seeds. Ah, fennel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a spice. Puts everyone to sleep after. Yes. <laughs> Pumpkin pie spice. Okay. Use that on your on your, on your um, sweet potatoes. It's just a, this is a pre mix. Yeah. Just smell everything. Mm-hmm. You have a nose. It's God given. Yes. God and stop gave breathing you a nose. through your damn mouth. You mouth breathers. You ever wonder why you have bad um, dental hygiene? Yeah. Because you breathe through your fucking mouth. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> In through the nose, out the mouth if you have to. Like yes. when you're exercising. If you're supposed to do it only through the nose. That's right. Your saliva protects your teeth. That's why I drink water too. I love water. I need it. I'm addicted to water. Me too. Um, What time have we got? One hour and ten minutes. Okay. I got a couple little stories that we can run through real quick and give our opinions on. Fuck Taylor Swift? No, I skipped the Taylor Swift okay. thing. So essentially the Taylor Psy-up. Swift. Yeah. She's in a fake relationship, and it's gay. And well, I'm sure it's real to her. Probably, yeah. Oh man, um, that's why we're having such an epidemic of white women's nowadays. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Their idols are all shit. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, we used to have like Emily Earhart, um, Rosa Parks. No, she's not white. Oh, and she was. FBI. Yeah, which came out. The first one that actually was it was a single pregnant black lady, and yeah. they didn't like that, so they got Rosa Parks instead. Ah, <laughs> oh, history. Yeah, but what other white... Oh. Well, Hillary Clinton, you know, she's a great I model. guess, but, you know, women, they sh- they should, you know, look John up to Arc. your husbands. <laughs> That's what I say. Or, you know, find a husband that's actually worth listening to. Exactly. You know, women's are going down this path of like OnlyFans and well, know, men too because who's 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 payroll and OnlyFans? Yeah, they're ruining each other. Mm-hmm. I'm well, so I'm not, glad I'm, I'm like doing that. exactly. I'm so glad I'm like outside of that. I don't want anything to. Apparently, do with we're that. the we're the exceptions. Yeah, I want to find a wife. <laughs> anyway, um, so five days ago, last Sunday. <laughs> Three U.S. soldiers were killed. Oh, yeah. 25-plus wounded by Iran. Mm-hmm. So there's another 20 years in the Middle East. I guess I'm joined. I guess my grandfather's generation fought. No, they were in Vietnam. But his son, not like not me personally, yeah. fought Middle East. I could have fought Middle East, and now my son will be able to fight, fight in the Middle East. Three generations of just killing sand people. For no reason. For no reason. Not even oil, because we have so much in America. It's yeah. just... Well... I mean, absolutely... there is a couple of reasons, but I can't see any on this podcast. No, you can't. Daniel knows exactly talking about. Right or two. Yeah. There's... Um, I've come to the conclusion about the Israel-Palestine thing, that they're just two corrupt countries that are just kill killing each other. <laughs> Why do we care? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think we need to approach it with grace and... Yeah, Charity. so bomb both of them. Screw it. They've been oh. fucking shit up in there since. Jesus one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like one before that. It's And why is it our... We're outside of that. Right. We're the greatest country on this earth. Ever has yeah. been. Ever will be. We are the earth. Screw it. America number one. Why the hell do we care? They don't, they don't, what do they do for us? Right. Now I'm curious. Send an email to us at a perpetual stew podcast at right. gmail.com. Make a uh, make a stance for Israel and Palestine. Screw yeah. it. 
Why should we care? So, the United States military confirmed on Sunday that three American service members have been killed and dozens more wounded in a drone attack on a military base in northeastern Jordan. Now, what that, I feel different. If they, if a service member gets killed, yeah, I think we should remove like half of the country, just delete it, and then... Yeah, but I think that if we had a stronger leader, then that would be okay, yeah. because then... It wouldn't, wouldn't happen be, in the first place. Well, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... 20 hours ago, U.S. launches a retaliatory strike on Iranian proxies in Syria and Iraq. But you know who dies from that? Chirin. Innocence. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, how do you how do you differentiate between yeah. that kind of stuff, which sucks? I'm just, you know, I'm just of the opinion that we shouldn't be killing orphans yeah. in other countries. Just, yeah, why well, not do it? Why, why are we doing it? Just, yeah. You know, before World War One, we were isolationists, and then we got World War One, and we just anally touched the rest of the enemies. And you're like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> These guys, they were we were unknown. We got in there, molested everybody. Yeah, completely ended the war. Got out, waited, and then World War Two came around. We we're like, no, we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. All of a sudden, we get in, we go in, and just annihilate the Japanese and some on the on the uh, uh, was it Eastern Front, Western Front. Yeah. That's what it should be. We shouldn't be going out and just... Uh, Check was, this carry, out. We should carry a big stick, but be quiet. 85 targets this morning. 85 targets were hit by 125 bombs I in a 30-minute time span. Ordered by President Joe Biden. Uh, that sounded like a... Joe Biden. <laughs> sound like Bush he used to be racist. Well, he is still racist. He's but still he used racist. to be like extremely, like, as the kids say, based. Yeah, super based, bro. Based on Satan. That's right. Wow. Well, we'll we'll see what happens in the week. We'll come back next week with the yeah more news. Yeah. Even though I think everyone knows it, but we'll talk about it a little bit. I think we're a little radical on the our viewpoints on this. At least I know I am. Yeah, I mean, fuck them both. Yeah, the more I'm learning about it, the more I'm learning that it's uh, it's bad all the way around. Which is, I mean, that's how history works. Yeah. But just what it is, it's history. It's in the past. God bless America. That's right. Only America. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a quote to end with. You okay. Know? <laughs> Beautiful. I'll say a prayer instead of a quote since we didn't open up with okay, a prayer. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> kind of after we just went into, kill them all! Yeah. <laughs> Let God sort them out. Fuck it. Okay. Here's the quote. The Apostle Paul entered heaven to the cheers of those he martyred. I don't know who quoted that. By unknown. I like that. But. that sounds like C.S. Lewis, I think. It could be. The Apostle Paul entered heaven. No. The quote I'm going to end with, and then we'll say a prayer, is, it reminds me of that. The C.S. Lewis quote is, um, when I die, I want the devil to rejoice that I'm out of the fight. <laughs> That's badass. I like That's that. That's a good one. I'm going to tattoo right. my ass, too. It's on the list. What? That's on the list. What? To get tattooed. Oh, yes. Yeah. You got, you're got. you going to fill that ass up. It's going to be all black by the time I'm done. For people that don't know, I'm not going to tell you, so you got <laughs> yeah. to wonder. Use your mind. <laughs> all right. Um, should we do a, a Latin? If you want to. All right. I, 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 you're the Latin guy over here. We're going to do um, the Latinese. Our Father in Latin. Okay. 
Paternoster, quies et celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua sicut in celo et in terra, fiat voluntas tua sicut in celo et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie et dimite nobis debita nostra, et ne nos inducas in tentationem sed libera nos a malo. Amen. Amen. I like that. That was good. You're getting better at that. Much better. All right. See you next time. That's right.